Mango Mustache Media. Chicanos, welcome to another episode of Chicano Chingon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. Oh, Mango Mustache Original. I'm your host, Nomarine. I'm your other host, Arturo. And today we're bringing you another spooky-filled episode, except kind of, except not really, because we're diving into what the show's all about, the best of both worlds. Last time we talked about Halloween, kind of. A little bit. A little bit. Touched it was on more it. spooky-based. But today we're talking about Dia de los Muertos. And we're going to explain to you why it is not the Mexican Halloween. It's very, very different. So much culture, culture shit to to absorb. So much knowledge. I was going to say uh, culture stuff so we can get that that first five minutes of ad revenue or whatever you want to call it. But culture <laughs> shit. Arturo's culture shit. <laughs> My bad. I mean... Is that really the worst of words? At this point, is it even a curse? Nah, my bad. Sorry, guys. Anyways, I think think we got to open up with our fails from last week. Before we do, I want to explain what we're doing today. Today, not only are we going to teach you a little something about Dia de los Muertos, we are going to be carving pumpkins. And I'm so excited. And you might be thinking, well, what the hell? You just said this is not Halloween, Dia de los Muertos. You will find out why. Just hang on. We're I'll getting ex- there. Hold your we're horses. There. I'll explain we're it to you. Horses. Before we get there, there's something else very important we need to touch on. And that is slime. Specifically, touch on this. Oh. Uh. Okay, well, it looks gross. Oh, that was quite disgusting. Ectoplasm, right? If you are a loyal fan and you were here last week and you Ew. saw our slime episode. <laughs> ectoplasm. Um, <laughs> thank you. Then you saw us making slime, a.k.a. ghost ectoplasm. That's what we were doing. <laughs> and if you, if you weren't here to see that, that's okay. We're going to show you the fruits of our labor. Um, I have not seen yours since last week. So dude, I- mine is the foamy slime. Listen to this. All those air bubbles. Just like a Tide Pod. I want to take a bite right out of it. I put a lot of soap and lotion in here, so now my hand feels really weird. And my girlfriend saved mine, and it smells just like her lotion, because I think she just filled it up with hers. Yeah, lotion's really good for it. Like, yo, it smells really good, but... Bring it to the mic. I don't All know if you want to really hear that. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting. But... <laughs> we didn't totally fail last that's week. What, we, we figured it out. That's what good mac and cheese sounds like. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the sound of love. The sound of love. But anyways. Lobe. Now you know how our slime turned out. It was a little sad last time. It was not coming together. Things didn't settle and bond right. But we got home and we fixed it. And you can check out the Instagram and see the videos of us showing it off. At the time, my slime kind of looked like bread when you ripped it open. That was quite fascinating. Go look at that. <laughs> but enough of slime, my slimes. It's time to talk about something else. And that is Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. To start, we will start with everybody's favorite segment. Our most important segment. Are you talking about the word of the day? The word of the day. Today's word of the day is 
Calavera. Can you say Calavera? Calavera. Good job. Say it one more time. Calavera. 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 You didn't need to say it at the same speed as me. Calavera. Oh, I just want to make sure I'm saying it right, too. I'm learning here, you know. I appreciate I appreciate your uh, participation. Or it means the world. Your one you at Calavera means it's skull. Calavera means skull. And I think that's an important word to know since whether you know a lot about Dia de los Muertos or you don't, you see a lot of skulls, a lot of sugar skulls, regular skulls. Now you're going to know. Hopefully not human skulls. Unless you're in like a cool museum. I mean. But we're surrounded by them though. We got one right here. Yeah, we got hella skulls going on. Got so this guy. Got a good old sugar skull. These are all, sugar skulls are numberies. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah. This is mine. This is also mine. My tío brought it for me from Mexico. This one. This one I bought. Uh, this one's actually from Guatemala. I, I bought it in a store. It's it was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. This. I got it at Michael's. Yo, we didn't, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't pay us for the shout out, bro. Oh, sorry. Sponsors, Michael's. I, I always feel a little. Um, whenever I'm buying something that's either Mexican art or especially Dia de los Muertos stuff and Sugar Skull, I always feel a type of way when I'm buying it and I'm knowing it didn't come from Mexico. I'm like, I feel like a cheater of sorts. So, yeah. But it's really pretty, okay? It's cool. And I liked it. And I'm going to put it on my ofrenda. I mean, so long as it, like, resonates with you, do your thing. I mean, if yeah. you think... if. If the people are doing it justice, I buy it anyway. I mean it. I mean it looks really, really nice. Although I didn't see where it says where it's made, but you know what? That is a problem to worry about another day. Enough of that. It is time for the culture shit of this little, this little thing, thing we do here. <laughs> uh, jinx. So, Dia de los Muertos. Can you guess what that means? Uh, I don't know. Isn't that like Halloween or something? No, it is Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Now, you might be thinking, okay, so it has to be similar to Halloween because, you know, spooky, dead people, stuff, whatever. It's really, really not. So Dia de los Muertos is a holiday, takes place on November 1st and 2nd. Um, and it's dedicated to honoring your past loved ones. So... November 1st, I believe... Oh, dude, I might get the days flipped up. But remember... Well, they're all I'm, just kind of smooshed together. You know, it's like... Well, it's not just like a one-day thing. It's it's, multi, it's like a week-long celebration. Well, almost. it's just one day is dedicated to um, past children. So, Dia de los Santos. That's day the of, first day. Day of the Saints. Thank you. Yeah. For, I, that's what I thought, but I wasn't confident all of a sudden. So, the first day is Dia de los Santos, and that's when you honor and you focus on children who have passed away. Um, and then the second day is Dia de los Muertos, and that's kind of just everybody. And basically what Dia de los... Oh my God, I keep saying it so many times, I'm not going to be able to say it anymore by the Some end of this episode. Some tongue twisters, yeah. And for the record, it's two days. Uh, two days. No, no, November 1st and November 2nd. Yes. Mm. It's not necessarily a week-long but celebration, I, but people I'm sure, will start yeah. early. I mean, just like yeah. Halloween is one day, but we celebrate it for a month. Yeah, you know? exactly. I Sometimes... With Dia de los Muertos, a lot of people set up their ofrendas a little bit earlier. I typically do because uh, it's a lot of work and you kind of just like to, I don't know, it's kind of exciting setting it's up a, sooner. I think it's a nice reminder to have for the whole month too, yeah. Yeah, and usually when you set it up, it's a very beautiful thing. So an ofrenda is basically an altar 
I don't need to explain to you, but for the sake of everybody knowing, it's an altar and you dedicate it to your loved one or loved ones who are no longer with us. You set up their pictures, you lay down a nice tablecloth, maybe some um, zarape blankets. And then you start bringing out like little uh, figures that they might have liked in their in their life or little foods. Yeah, you, you I know decorate. little snacks are a big thing. Yes, foods that they like, drinks that they like, or just some of it's like traditional like holiday like foods like the um, the sugar skulls. Obviously, you adorn it with that candy. Um, you'll see here in this picture. Here's an example of a ofrenda. They have all the foods the person might have liked, or just you know to be generous with some. Obviously, very healthy-looking food. Oh, papel picado. So, like, cut paper, decorative paper, kind of adorns around or underneath it. You'll see in the front, there's some bread laying out. And that is, uh, oh, my gosh. Pan de hueso. Pan de hueso. I feel like it's not. I think, no, it's pan de muerto. Pan de Sorry. muerto. But it looks like it has hueso. So, pan de muerto, it's called, you know, dead bread. Uh, it looks like it's called that because usually it's, I mean, it's a rounder looking bread and it's adorned with little pieces that look kind of like bones. So that's why they call it that, pan de muerto. That's an offering you usually give to the ofrenda. But also this holiday, it's about spending time with your friends and family that you have with you now. So you can, you know, there's a lot of gift giving, candy, you know, sharing food with people, giving people pan de, pan de muerto or stuff like that. But along with that, there's a lot. You'll see a lot of sempasuchil, which is what? Can you say that one more time? Sempasuchil is marigolds oh, in Mexico. Okay, yeah. yeah, the little little bulb flowers. Pardon me. Very golden, but, pretty flowers. You'll yeah. see them scattered along the the streets, and they're they line the streets to help and guide the dead that are coming back from the land of the dead yes. to their altars. The sempasuchil and the candles—that is what is guiding the dead to their family and their homes where they have a friend that's waiting for them. And they are beautiful flowers. They're beautiful. I actually they're like pom poms. Here's one. They look like yeah, they look like little pom poms. And I, I remember the past two years I've made ofrendas. I struggled with finding actual sempasuchil or even fake ones. I'd go around everywhere. I'd go to all the craft stores, all the flower places. Nobody's selling them. Nobody has any fake ones. Nobody has anything. There's no demand for them up here at this time. Yeah. And it was kind of driving me crazy. So I'm like finding flowers that look similar, or similar colors. The color is very important. The bright orange and whatever. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, lighting the way. But this year I went to... Uh, a flower shop that I will not name drop because they are not sponsors. <laughs> and I got an actual uh, uh, marigold pot. Like and it a, has like, like a plant? Yeah, and it has three of them growing and they're actually really, oh, nice. really cute. Except they're kind of wilting right now. I'm trying to fix that. I'm not being a very good Mexican. They're not, they're not doing so well. <laughs> I mean, you can only do so much for a little flower, right? But that's really cool. I didn't know that they were blooming like that. I don't know a whole lot about plants, I guess, but they're really pretty. I don't either, clearly. I don't have many that last very long. Oh, here's some paper ones. See, I guess I could have made those, huh? But at the time, I was like, surely somebody has some fake, some fake ones somewhere that I can use, and nobody at the time did. But I was also, I was away for college. Um, I was in Ames, Iowa. If you don't know, if you're not from Iowa... Ames, Iowa is a tiny town with not much in it, okay? There's one... But one college. <laughs> there's one Mexican store, and they don't got that much going on. There's not that many Mexicans there. And I, I was running everywhere, 
and nobody, yeah, nobody had what I needed. But well, that looks like. I mean, you could definitely do it. It just looks really time-consuming. I don't know if I'd have the patience for it. Yeah, because you have to make so many. And you just kind of have to, like, decorate it with a lot of flowers. But, you know, I got a whole array of flowers at home now. Well, I've accumulated all my stuff for uh, my ofrenda. There's something easier than doing that, and that's uh, carving pumpkins. <gasps> carving pumpkins. That and is what we're doing today. How could I forget? Silly old me. We will continue talking about Dino's Muertos, but we're going to carve some pumpkins, and then I will tell you why we're carving pumpkins. With our recycled paper that we oh, yeah. got out of the garbage. Because we care about the planet here at Mango Mustache Media. We reuse everything that we have. If we even can. if it's these shitty catalog books that we don't need. Shout out to you, <laughs> No, no shout outs. They don't need it. Exactly. Don't shout them out. Actually, yeah, who's going to be looking I up? I decided to get the, the biggest pumpkins I could over at the local department store. Yeah, I thought you were going to get some small ones. Not going to lie. Uh, well, go big or go home. So shout out um, to Arturo for picking up these the pumpkins. Way. Thank you, Arturo, very much. He even he even hollowed them out prior to this so we didn't make a mess in the studio. Ah! And my payment for it? Holy crap. Getting some good old pumpkin seeds cooked. I'm excited for that. That's a tiny hole. I'm surprised you got so much out with how small this opening is. I got small hands. <laughs> They're not that small. <laughs> so I'm going to flip it around because this ugly dent is in the way. Yeah, I made sure to get the pretty pumpkin. I feel like I earned it, you know? You didn't need to pick out a dented pumpkin. <laughs> well, I mean, Beauty's on the inside or something, right? I guess so. Well, you're going to look at the... You got to make it look pretty. Ugh. Flip it around. Okay. So, we're going to have a bit of a contest today. We are going to be carving our pumpkins. And whoever has the coolest slash best looking pumpkin at the end wins. And our producer, Alex Schulte, is the judge. Because we value his opinion and we trust him with our lives. And he is unbiased as far as we know. <laughs> Although we don't really need a judge. Everybody knows who the winner is going to be, but might as well have one for the sake of fairness, you know? I did want to bring up about uh, jack-o'-lanterns real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> jack-o'-lanterns, did you know, are actually uh, an Irish tradition. Really? Yes, they are. That and is, uh, I'll go Arturo theory here. Um, I think that Mexico and uh, Ireland, if correct me if I'm wrong, have a very good relationship. Mexicans love Irish people, and yes. Irish people love Mexicans. That's why we have uh, Irexican shirts and stuff, you know? Yeah. But uh, the story of the jack-o'-lantern comes from a gentleman named uh, Jack who <laughs> had... Uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he happened to trick the devil a couple of times for monetary gain. And uh, so... When he passes away, God's like, yo, y'all, you can't come up here, bro. We don't like you. Uh, that's messed up. And then uh, he went down to hell, and that devil was like, yo, you did me wrong like four different times. Because he would, like, an example is he would convince, uh, he'd have a drink with the devil. Mm -hmm. And then he'd be like, hey, turn into a coin, and then I'll pay our bill. And then I'll get out of here. And then so he convinced the devil to turn into a coin, puts it in his pocket, pays the bill but keeps the devil in his pocket and then he like 
if you get out, if you get out, we'll make a deal and I'll splash some holy water on you or whatever. But like, point is, Jack messed with the devil one too many times. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So uh, he is sent to roam Earth by himself. And Jack and Lantern are just supposed to keep him away. So I guess that's where Jack, King of the Pumpkin Patch, uh, kind of. That's a great movie, too. I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. One of my favorite movies ever. I would never be too old. What kind of vibe are you going for with your pumpkin? I'm trying to make it scary. Scary as heck. But back to what we were talking about prior. Dia de los Muertos. So you set up your ofrenda. And you typically put out food offerings like the night before Dia de los Muertos. Um, and then your loved ones visit at night. At the end of the day, so when it gets dark, and that's when all the candles and the flowers lead them to their loved ones. And uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, a lot of different things. Some people, they have, they go and, they go and, um, what is the word? Parade. Why did I forget the word for parade? People have parades to their local cemeteries, like within their communities, and they kind of go down when it's around that time the sun starts setting and they gather around their loved one's grave and they maybe have a meal or just hang out or maybe they just wait at have home. Have like a little picnic. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not supposed to be necessarily a sad day of mourning, but it's a day of celebration. You're celebrating their life, the things they liked when they were alive, honoring their memory, and then just kind of loving the people that you still have around you. Uh, today so i really i love i love that aspect of it it's a really beautiful holiday and it it's it helps to bring in more family values i think i think that's yeah. the difference between uh halloween and dia de los muertos is that halloween in the u.s has become so commercialized where it's like yeah i'll go dress up as captain america instead of like as just some zombie or whatever right you know? oh i forgot the plan i had i already drew something else out I had a plan in my head and I forgot it, but yeah. I don't have a plan. I had one. I did. Swear to God. It'll it'll still be beautiful. Oh, my There's no worries. Can I have a knife? Pretty please. Pick your poison. You got four right here. Uh, I'll take that. This one puts in work. Does it? Yeah, that, that's what I use to get the tops off. Ooh. Oh, it's gonna be rough. Use this one. This one's easier. Okay, yeah. Thanks. But it also kind of gives you some pride. It For me, it makes me very proud of my culture. It's so... I, I don't know. I think it's really beautiful. And this is something that's been around before Hispanic uh, arrival in Mexico. This is something that the Aztecs and I'm sure the Mayans and a lot of surrounding cultures, but mainly the Aztecs, were celebrating. There are some differences now, because of the church's influence, like I think the day it used to be, Dia de los Muertos used to be on a different day, and uh, with the Catholic Church, they had it changed to like some other day, so it could coincide with one of their holidays that are similar but not the same thing. Kind of messed up. There's well, a lot. I think of other... they view it a lot as like it's the witches' day. You know, the witches are going to come and get you, or or uh, a not so not so Christian holiday. You know. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, what he said. But there's another little thing that happens during Dia de los Muertos, and it's Dia 
de la calaverita. So you already know calavera means skull. Ita or ito is just something you add to the end of words to either make it imply it's something small or cute and endearing. So calaverita, little skulls, they have the little skulls. That's something for children. And this kind of doesn't help with the confusion surrounding Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. So Dia de la Calaverita is a day that happens during Dia de los Muertos. It can be November 1st or November 2nd, I think, depending on the region that you're in. Sometimes both days. Every time I look it up, I can't find a clear answer. Every time I look it up, it said it depends on the local yeah, stances. And Dad couldn't even remember when I asked him. But um, Dad told me that, yeah, he remembers celebrating it when he was a kid. Basically, it's a thing where kids get little pumpkins, they carve and hollow them out, they sometimes carve little scary faces in them, and then maybe paint their faces scary. And so once you have your little pumpkin carved out and everything, you put a little candle inside. And you go and you knock on people's doors and you ask for either money or candy. And there's usually like a little song that goes with it, like a little nursery rhyme. Like, oh, my pumpkin is hungry. Please feed it some money or candy. You Can know? you say that in Spanish? Do you know the little jingle? No, I don't. It's actually, when I looked it up, there's a lot of words to it. And I, I don't want to sing that. But yeah, so you do that. And people put it in your pumpkin. And it's very cute. And... You know, he told me sometimes you don't really carry in the pumpkin because people would drop into the pumpkins, but you had to take out the money and stuff because the candle's going to set on fire. <laughs> but, oh my God, this is really hard. But yeah, that is something they do for children, which is really, really cute, I think. Just and push that eyeball through. It's not the same as Halloween, but I will say nowadays it has become somewhat Americanized because nowadays uh, in parts of Mexico or throughout Mexico, you'll see... Instead of the carved pumpkin, you'll see kids with like a little plastic pumpkin bucket, you know, from Walmart or something. And then instead of just doing like, you know, like face paint or scary, scary face makeup, kids are just dressing up as whatever. So basically kind of treating it similar to Halloween. And that's kind of where the Americanization of the culture kind of comes in. And I think that's largely due to commercialization which and not even it's not just mexico with that you said you were yeah. talking we were talking about earlier uh like parts like uh south korea or um yeah there's other countries where it, and it's really no surprise that the americanization of other countries is a thing because when you think about it um in the u.s we have a lot of big companies that have become globalized like mcdonald's that's in every country, man. Well, I think they just shut all the ones down in, in Russia. Oh, never mind. Most countries, except for the ones that are doing uh, committing war crimes, you know? But, well... Oops. Hey, there's an eyeball. No spoilers, An eyeball. Though. Here's my eyeball. You don't want to try using this knife? Uh, I'm just doing the small things right now. I'll get that when I do the, oh, okay. do the mouth. Gotcha. Let's um, see where you guys are at so far. I don't want to spoil it. Really? Sneak peeks? I mean... I'll, I'll show you what I cut out. I won't show you the mouth How about and the nose you yet. can't look at each other's? Here's Okay, I close one. my eyes. Okay, close your eyes, Arturo. This is where all are we I... at? Where are we at? Ugh. How's the camera angle? I can't see. Okay, that's awesome. And, okay, uh, now you can look, Arturo. You're covering... Uh, I'm not looking. Oh, can Sorry. I show you the whole thing? Yeah. Close your eyes. Okay. They're very two, traditional. Two, two solid outlines. Yeah. Hey. Your eyes closed over there. I'm I don't not want you cheating. I don't want to see what you're doing. Getting inspiration or something. I can never get inspiration from you. <sighs> um, 
I'm full of it already. Ugh. But it is interesting when uh, Dad was telling me about that. He said it's become very Americanized. He said we don't celebrate Halloween. We celebrate Dia de los Muertos. And there's other other things where you can see Americanization in too. Like in uh, I won't go too into it because I'll I'll probably be talking about this again for sure when it comes Christmas time. But in Mexico, Christmas is not nearly the same thing as it is here in the U.S. Uh, for one, Santa wasn't really a thing. That's not. It's really just. Christmas Day. Saint is, Nicholas wasn't a thing. Yeah. The saint. It's supposed to be just about baby Jesus, you know, and only when the oh my gosh, with the American influence that Santa kind of got a little popular in Mexico now, which doesn't really surprise me because Coca Cola is kind of the one who made Santa big, and Coca Cola is also very big in Mexico, obviously. Mexicans I mean, Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, I look at all the, the surveys of like, how many people have Coca-Cola for breakfast? And it's like some ridiculous number. That's insane. I'm like, oh my gosh, bro. That's hilarious. I know some people in my family like that. Yeah, it's it's really weird how companies can have an effect on, on culture in that way. And I feel like a lot of uh, the U.S. is that way, where it's like companies are the culture. Yeah, well... Like have a Hershey's candy, have a kiss, you know what I mean? Like a... It's just those yeah, big things right. having culture, cultural influence. And I guess it's kind of unavoidable. That's everywhere in every parts of the world. I think companies and advertisements kind of run everything. Like even with our social expectations, like social norms, like shaving for women was not always a thing. That wasn't even a norm until sometime in like the mid 20th century when some company wanted to push for razor sales so they thought they started marketing it towards women. Hey, look how smooth your legs look with this, you know, clean shave job. And now it's weird if you're a woman and you don't shave your legs. Apparently. I'll be damned if I have to shave my legs every day. I'm telling you right now, I'm too lazy for that. I'm Mexican. I'm hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I looked it up. Uh, Mexicans drink 163 liters of soft drinks or pop, uh, a year per head, the most in the world. Holy crap. Do you call it pop or soda? I call it pop. You call it pop? Yeah, because I'm from Iowa. I call it soda, and I'm from Iowa. I call it soda, but I also say soda pop. So. Yeah, mm. but he says that to be stupid. <laughs> yep. You're right. It's a Midwestern thing to call it pop. If you're, ugh. There's actually, like, a lot of discourse about it, which I think is very funny, especially since we're all in the Midwest. It's like... This is infighting, but who am I to say what's right or wrong? We need to stop this civil war. This, <laughs> we're tearing each other apart. I'm not one to judge how you pronounce things because uh, apparently I call Surrey. I pronounce Surrey wrong, so I can't. You you just for and I'll bet people don't even know what you just meant to say. That's how wrong you say it. <laughs> it's C- Siri, like like <laughs> Apple iPhone Siri. I say Sur- Surrey. So, like, it's so far off. Um. Well, she I, responds I don't know to about it. All that. When I say "Hey, Surrey," she goes, "Mm-hmm." Wait. Well, what's really the right way? Because Surrey can have a bunch of different accents. So, I'm sure that other accents pronounce Siri differently. This is a workout. Right? <laughs> well, apparently, I'm just wrong. My boyfriend also argues about the same thing with me. He's like, why do you say it like that? Surrey. And then he makes fun of me. But you know what? To that, I say haters are going to hate. 
and I'm never wrong about anything. Ugh. There we go. I'm almost done with this big knife. I'll give it to you in a second. It's okay. Ugh. I'm working on this nose here. Got to shape it up and, you know. Do oh, but back to what I was saying. I think it's an interesting conversation. Is Americanization of other cultures, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because some might argue, well, that's how all cultures kind of adapt and change. They merge and blend with other cultures. But then you have in places like... Like in South Korea, they also have a thing with a lot of Americanization in their culture. And that's obviously, there's going to be a lot of factors there because, well, one, the Korean War was not that long ago. And the U.S. was occupying for a long time because of that. I'm not going to say anymore because I don't know enough about that. I don't want to start saying wrong facts. Korean War took a minute, though. Oh, so my we'll be there hand. For a second. My fingers are awful. And they're still one of our, I think, our biggest allies in the region. Oh, yeah? Aside from, like, obvious countries like Japan. Mm. Well, and then also another reason why there's a lot of Americanization of Korean culture is because some of the biggest and richest companies in South Korea right now are, like, LG, Samsung. Um, there's another one, and I'm forgetting it, but we all probably know it. They all those companies all kind of just blend together for me. I always mix up Samsung and it's a car company. Suzuki? No. That's not American. I'm talking about Oh, sorry, I'm thinking about different things. Oh. Okay. I'm thinking about one of their because they, they have a big car company that imports or uh, exports a lot out of there and they mm. come here. Oh, well, the thing is though, with these American companies being so big there in Korea, like they're really, really big. There's some actually, there's a lot of What's the word? Controversy with people that are like running or a part of these companies because they just get away with a lot of stuff because they're so freaking rich. But yeah, so with those being so big, there's a lot of emphasis for students and people in general just to learn English. Because I think there's an association there with English being the language of trade, which I've heard in other places too. English well, is regarded as the language of trade. And even even here, I mean, if they say if you're going to learn another language besides English, it's either Spanish or um, Mandarin, right? Mm, yeah. Like, I think those are the most widely spoken. I mean, I don't know but if English is, but yeah. So with that, a lot of schools really, really focus on learning English. They want you to learn English. Kind of like right now, we all have, we have to take secondary classes, Spanish or French or... I don't know. Our school didn't give us any other options. Apparently German and Russian are an option at other schools, but we didn't get that. Whatever. It's fine. I think sign language is one, too. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that's not really, like, that's not a requirement, though. You know, I'm saying, like, here in schools, you're required to take so many years of a foreign language. So for them, it's the same thing, but with English. There's a heavy emphasis on English. But, like, with learning any language, it's impossible to fully understand a language and how to use its words and phrases and things without learning a little bit about the culture and practices so you know when is what things are appropriate at what time you know when you're using them in sentences so these kids who are like so focused on learning English are also learning a lot of American values and culture that comes with it so we see a lot of American culture just kind of getting bigger there enough to the point that the president of South Korea he invests he he likes to call for like a lot of ugh, money to be put into 
investing in Korean culture. So keeping Korean culture alive in the forms of art and music and architecture. Oh, I just messed up. No. Sounds like I'm going to win. We'll see about that. I can fix this, maybe. And, uh, oh my God, this is so difficult with the tiny ones. I don't know how you're doing Damn it, it. I'm making a mess. Oh, I was going to ask you to get spray so we could <laughs> clean this afterwards. It's okay. Yeah, he has okay, like... Okay, guys, I want to try something cool. So I just dropped the camera off right next to Arturo, actually. Ooh. And so we can do like close-ups and you can have the camera and I'll switch to that camera. Nice. I got you. I feel so powerful. So in charge. How's it going? Oh, I don't want to get pumpkin on the camera. <laughs> How's it going, guys? We're over here carving pumpkins. Check mine out. See, that's a good... <laughs> I wasn't supposed to look. I didn't lighting. see that much. Ah! Yeah, that's a little better. This is really hard. That's a pumpkin right there. Here, number, you want the... Camera, give me that. If I can give that to you, doesn't go further than that. Is this as far? You could probably uh, uh, here I can I I can uh, okay yeah that works too. Or you can just unplug it and bring the cable underneath the table. Oh, can I do that? Hold that for a second, champ. Okay. I'm wrapped a bunch around a stand. Sorry. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. He was on the news. He was. Cool guy. Where? This company's famous now. Where is that little plug-in? It's, it's on, the on the inside. Oh, I was covering it with my thumb. Sorry. Hello. Look at my pumpkin. Ugh. Check her out. She's going to be beautiful. We're not quite there yet. Take that away from me. Get her All away right. from me. Thank you. I'll put this on pause for a second. Back to, back back to, to the carbon. drawing board. What do you think, though, about Americanization of other cultures? Good thing? Bad thing? Neutral? Um, I think when it's done in good taste, it's fine. Um, like, if you're making something more efficient and uh, more thought out, I can't think of many good examples when it comes to, like, a culture doing something that kind of... like Oh, just, like, kind of evolving a practice of sorts to... Yeah, I mean, but there's obviously, like, there's some not-so-good things, like uh, St. Patrick's Day in Chicago when they dye the whole, like, thing green. I mean, I'm sure it's cool, but uh, what are those fish thinking? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> the fish are like, stupid Americans want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day by poisoning us. But there's the flip side of that where they're like, you know, we don't need to have giant pumpkin farms just so that one time out of the year we can have a bunch of kids cut into it and then it rots on the front porch for like, I don't know, ever how long until you throw mm. it away. Is that Americanization though? Um, I don't, oh, I think I'm, I'm thinking more of commercialization. Mm. I'm thinking more of like American influence on, you know, heritage and culture. Because I, you know... I do see what you're saying. And when it comes to things like, you know, for example, like language, it's no surprise that people who speak English and Spanish come up with a little bit of a Spanglish thing going on, especially here living in the U.S., especially when you're, oh, 
a little bit of a no sabo kid like nosotros, me and Arturo. But we're only part no sabo, you know? I know a decent amount of Spanish. Oh! So I'm on some, my way around. Some Spanglish is introduced. But then my dad says he'll go to like Mexico and they're using like totally different words or just straight up English words for certain things. And he's like confused because he's like, why? We're in Mexico. And I think that's probably more north of Mexico, close to the U.S. And... Well, I think that just kind of turns to like, because we've had this conversation before where like, you know, we work in a restaurant and we have not just a bunch of Mexicans working there. We have mm -hmm. people from different parts of Latin America and they yeah. bring their version of Spanish with them. Yeah. So with that, we have their vocabulary mixing into our vocabulary. And now it's just, we don't know what the hell we're speaking. You know, it's not right. just Mexican Spanish. It's it's something else. It's and that's, that's always been a thing with language, too, in all parts of the world. Language evolves and changes because of the other cultures and influences around it, you know, and other languages meshing. But I can understand the, I don't know, the concern when it comes to, I just fucked up my eye again. Oh, my God. When it comes to uh, extreme Americanization and the fear of what is going to happen to our culture, because... You know, you look at it now, it's like, oh, okay, there's some differences. Not everything needs to stay the same forever, whatever. But then there's some people who say like, okay, it's small now, but what about in 20 years? What's going to become of our culture and our traditions that we practiced for so long? Now they're just gone. Because look at how things were before the Spanish came to Mexico with Aztecs and Mayans. We don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of things that we missed out on, a lot of practices and things that we just don't know about or knowledge in general because the Spanish came and they kind of buried sort of all of books. it. books. Yeah, or also just like kind of burying things with the church. How do I get slime on my shirt? Creating new traditions with the church. And while they've created some nice things, you know, you see a lot of beautiful Mexican Catholic art and practices and stuff. It's still a little sad to know that there was other things that came before that that now we will never know about or know enough about because of that. And I guess that is not specific to Americanization, but it does... It's hard to pull on an exact example. No, but it does, really you know, me. kind of touch on the about. fear of changing other cultures, you know, and adapting them. Holy crap, my fingers are going to be... In pain after this. How close are you guys? I'm almost done. Oh, nice. Maybe. Arturo? Um, putting the, the final details on this guy. If I gave you guys five more minutes, would you be done? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna... What do hurry. I win? What Free do I margarita? win? margarita? A high five. We, we are gonna start a timer. Uh. Hey, Surrey, set a timer for five minutes. You said her name wrong. It didn't work. <laughs> wonder why. She works for me when I talk to her like that, okay? She knows what I'm saying. She respects me. She does respect me. Ugh! Because I give her some electricity. So much, so much mush. Five minutes. Five minutes. Molly macamoli. Ugh! I can I can do that. Uh, you know what? I was bragging and talking a lot of shit earlier, but this might not turn out that good. <laughs> I'm a little stressed out. I have not carved a pumpkin in a minute. <clears throat> but you know what? If I was at home and I had like three hours to do this, this thing would be beautiful. It would be banging. 
It would be banging. <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh, maybe I should. You ever just go and see a pumpkin and be like, "Man, that pumpkin's banging." Yeah. <gasps> I think I just. <laughs> Bro, no way. Here, Are you bleeding? No. No, it just doesn't feel good. Are you I, bleeding? No. Are you bleeding? No. I swear to God. I okay. don't think so. Hold your hand to the camera. It's fine. <laughs> there, there's nothing there. It just, I think I nicked it. It didn't feel too good. Um, I am required by Mingo Mustache to acknowledge that this was. Oh, yeah. Oh, my finger or my pumpkin? Your finger. Oh, okay. Ah. You have to make sure. I'm not lying. That's just, see all that stuff that looks like blood, maybe? It's just orange pumpkin. Oh, It's you know, a hard life being a podcaster, let me tell you. Yeah, these are the hands of a working woman. <laughs> my soft little hands. Yeah, uh, here at Mango Mustache Media, I am obligated to say that that injury was my fault and is not, uh, it does not reflect on Mango Mustache Media. And I claim full responsibility. Wow. Well, that was really adult of you to, to own it like that. They make me say that. There's a gun to my head right now. You can't wow. see you can't see behind the camera, but Alex is just loaded up. I love it, you're a bingo mustache. Uh, I forgot that I'm on my I'm on a time limit. Time to speed it up. Two minutes and 36 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay, it's oh fine. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Ah! Ah, I'm so scared. You have any scary stories to tell? Um, the only scary story I've ever been told that I can recount. Oh, I, the okay. liver one? Yeah, how did you know I was going to say that? <laughs> what the so, hell? I don't, I don't want to spoil your story. You can go ahead and tell um, it if you want. Well, I don't remember how the story goes. Uh, when we were little, and we were like... <gasps> little. <laughs> yeah, we were like at a sleepover. One of our older cousins, shout out to Jesus, decided to tell us like a scary story about... Oh, I just messed up another nostril! About some old lady who died. And there's like this family who's like kind of poor, I guess. And they're just like, they need food or whatever. So <laughs> I don't know if it's the husband or the wife who goes and they find the body of the old lady somehow. I think she was their neighbor. And he just takes out her liver and they just cook it up and eat it. And everybody's like, oh, that, that was so good. Everybody's like, that was such a good liver. And then that night, the old lady shows up. She goes, where's my liver? And she has like a butcher's knife. And I think she killed everybody. I don't know. Uh, it sounds really stupid now, because it is stupid. It was really dumb, but at the time, it scared the shit out of well, me. Well, you were like, what? Five? Seven or something? Yeah. I think younger than that, yeah. Jesus had a knack uh, for messing with us. He once almost drowned me. Granted, it was on accident, but it didn't feel like it at the time. Like, you had it out for me. Yeah. There were some... Some bad. What? What? How much time? Forty-two do I seconds. Ah! Forty-two seconds. <laughs> Honestly, it's almost time. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. This is the first pumpkin I did without like a like a layout thing on it. Oh, like the stencils? Yeah, like a little stencil. Twenty yeah. seconds. Pretty proud. Ah. 
Uh. Right now it has like mascara on though. I need to get rid of that. Mas Ten seconds. Oh God. Oh gosh, oh man. Oh gosh, oh I man. Gotta get all the little black marks off. Get off, get off, get off. Ah! Hands up, hands up. <laughs> Okay, I- <laughs> I need a large sheet of paper. No, that's fine. I just pressed all the buttons and accidentally started the- Oh, God, stop! The show is not over, napkin? ladies and time gentlemen. Time is up! All right. And it is time for you to show us the pumpkins. I'm just cleaning off her face so you see all the lovely oh, it's a girl? details. I don't know, I like to say she. Uh, so, probably. you will each have your chance at your pumpkin close-up. We will judge it by how it looks on camera, because that's how everybody else has seen it, too. Mm, okay. All right? Understandable. Uh, although, I do like to think that on camera is a good representation of what it looks like here in the studio. Ha. Who would nice like to save. go first? Uh, ladies first. Oh, I'm trying to get all the... All right, I'm a man. I'll go first. Okay, first up, we have Arturo. Arturo... I call him... Yes. Jack Jr. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He's uh Jack his Jr. gums are falling out. And uh, he just he had some uh, pumpkin pie. Some pink pink pie. Pink pink pie? Is that what you, you said? See the old lady on TikTok? No. Some, she wants pumpkin pie. She says, "I want the pink pink pie." <laughs> That's but, actually really uh, cute. Yeah, he's got a little bit of hair on top here, you know. Uh, I've been working on them since about uh, two o'clock this afternoon. Well, I just scooped all the guts out. He's quite lovely. I like the nose. Thank you. I took inspiration from skulls because I like to draw skulls. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I, I went with the traditional triangle eyeballs and the the teeth on the bottom and the top and or the tooth. Sorry. Very nice. That's yeah. Two teeth. Yeah. One tooth. Two tooths. Sorry, camera. This tooth. And. That one. It's so weird looking at things like that. All right. Arturo, great job. Thank you. Nice job. All right, Good champion. Game. Your turn. My turn. Ugh. Ugh. So. That looks really good. My here's my little guy. Um, doesn't have a name. I was trying to base it off a of skull, and then I fucked up multiple times. I was gonna give it teeth too to make it kind of freaky, and then I forgot. It reminds me of Jack Skellington from Miami like Before Christmas. Thanks. That's really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try to give it a wide, creepy smile, and uh, I cut some like lines around it and whatever. So I feel like once there's like a candle or something in here, you'd actually see the lines and stuff surrounding it, kind of glowing. But you can't see that right now. You guys, this is actually hard. You guys, they're both so good. I'm gonna be honest, this is not hard for me. I like her pumpkin. That's a good pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I actually okay, really like yours. Can you guys line them up? Yes. In the middle? Oh! I'm dropping knives. Arturo's almost stabbed himself. <laughs> like, slice my hand open. Have to with release these another statement on the behalf knives. of Mango Mustache. Okay. Mess. Put it behind so there's like space. Get in here, friend. Look like a couple winners. Couple of friends. I'd put that in a 
pumpkin. I was going to say mushroom contest. Pumpkin <laughs> contest. <laughs> mushroom contest. Oh, wait, I should probably. Well. Check them out. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Why did you do that? It was just playing in my head. Oh, okay. Treats of Okay, I'm back at the microphone. Let's see here. So we've got uh, Arturo's pumpkin on the left side of the screen there. Arturo's name for the pumpkin is what? Jack Jr. Jack Jr. Okay, JJ. That should be that guy. Uh, no, Marie, you've got to name your pumpkin as well. Joe. And Joe. Okay, so... We're gonna be naming your. We're gonna be uh, uh, judging your pumpkins on three different aspects. One uh, is uh, um, precision, cutting precision. Mm. Two is the name, and three <laughs> is um, the idea. Gotcha. All right. So with the first thing, we're gonna go with cutting precision. All right. That's a hard one though here because. Uh, you guys, you guys both did great, but cutting precision. Your nose is pretty good. I appreciate it. We're gonna give it to Jack Junior. Arturo has has one point. It's an honor. Okay. Yeah, he's got some nice triangles going on too. Now, can I buy this? No, probably not. The name, the name, man. T two J names, Jack and what was it, Joe? Joe. Uh. Big toss up, because both names, both names. Were you picking your? I was not. I was so scratching right here. Are you sure? If you didn't have nostrils like your jack o' lantern, you would have been picking your nose. Mm. Um, Disgusting. We are gonna Spooky. go with the name. It's an upset. It's Joe. Joe wins the name contest, even though you thought it was gonna be Jack Junior. It's just there's already Jack. Yeah, right. I thought yeah. about doing Jackie, but that was too. Uh, too Ch close. Chan already exists. Right. You're right. You're right. I can never copy the OG. And then, so we've got a tie right now. So the winner of the pumpkin contest, the person, the the one who wins the uh, uh, the third category, which is the general idea. Hold on, let me zoom out. Wait, wait, wait! Special effects incoming. Ah, oh, it's us again. For the reveal. Moi. The moment of truth. Wait, Yo, this can you music is, for a second? This I need music to, going pretty hard. I need to find a good, like, winner song. Aw, oh, nice, nice. Do you think I can... Can you eat raw pumpkin? I'm sure you can do anything you want. I just don't know if you'd like it. The winner of the pumpkin competition is... No worries, pumpkin. It's it's the That was a good idea. Yeah! Hell yeah. I respect it. Thank you. Thank you. Your intro song. If it was 2016, <laughs> it was. You know what? Dubstep is still the rave. I'm the winner. <laughs> it is 2016. Ugh. Nice, Delmarie. Yeah. Do you have any uh, anything you want to say? I would like to thank uh, my brother for buying this pumpkin. I would like to thank uh, my hands for doing all that hard work. And I would I like I would like to thank my haters because they are the ones who keep me going. Love you. But that's it. And one last thing. Uh, does anybody know? Is raw pumpkin good? Does it taste good? Can I eat it? 
I just want to eat this so bad. This was really hard, actually. Arturo, your pumpkin's so good, dude. You I did. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I haven't carved a pumpkin in a minute, and uh, this was uh, this is a good vibe. I I put a lot of work into uh, scooping the the guts out of these guys, and it was it was worth it. I had a lot of fun. Carved pumpkins effort. with you with you fellas tonight. Yeah. Great, you guys. Hey, it's you're, been real. You're both you're both uh, win- winners in my book today. Okay, just so you know. All right. Thank you. But that's gonna do it. Uh, pumpkin, raw pumpkin, not that bad. It's okay. I respect you doing that. <laughs> um, I don't. I was expecting more. I was eating a watermelon, but alas, a nice way to wrap it up. Nice way to conclude the pumpkin contest episode today, right? I was, waiting, I was waiting for the beat to drop. I apologize. I, keep, uh, I feel like we okay. keep doing that. <laughs> I know. I decided last minute. But whatever. This has been another episode of Chicano Chingon Pumpkin Dia de los Muertos edition. So happy to have you guys here. It was a pleasure. It, it was, was a blast. pleasure. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget about... Our episodes that come out every single Wednesday, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get your listening experience. And remember, most importantly, drop a review. Oh, yeah. Give, give a re- Which Leave a comment, you like more? a like, share your pumpkins. Five stars. Only. That's all that's allowed. But do not forget, this Saturday, last Saturday of every month, this one, our spookiest live show yet is about to take place at Hacienda Las Glorias on First Avenue. Costume party. Be there. Be square. Win a prize for the best costume. And yeah, don't miss out. 3 p.m. Do we know what the prize is? That's a surprise. That's why we put the prize in surprise. Yeah, we also haven't decided yet. But <laughs> come to the show. Do we have any fun. idea of like what it's probably going to be? Something like? Or? I do. It's one of two things. Or maybe it's both. You can get the best of both worlds if you show up in a costume. You will find out. But one more thing to leave you guys with. One, check the description for anything I miss. Two, stay chingon. Stay chingon. Chicanos. Salud. Mustache Media.